I've definitely dated my fair share of douchebags in my time. <laughs> I just get tingly feeling in my balls. Ugh, I'm spiraling. Oh my god, tell us everything. Flame emojis, left, right and centre. Matt loves a bit of goth. And I need affection back. I'm really needy with that. I know I'm jealous. I'm the most jealous person ever. A relationship's like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. Highcity.com for you. I'll be bloody single and alone with 10 cats for the rest of my life. Life, life, life. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we are talking about first dates and some of the crazy ones we have been on. We know they can be scary and awkward, but we've got you covered. Stay tuned. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hey, Matt. Hey, Anna. How are you going? I'm going well today. How are you? I'm good. So, the last time we chatted, you said you were going to have the chat with your man. How did that go? I mean, you're just not crying and you're laughing, so good signs, oh, unless that's a nervous laugh. Wow, she just keeps laughing. Well, since we last spoke, I was telling you how I was in a bit of a situationship, how nothing was really defined, and you basically said to me that I should have that conversation. But before I even had the chance to have that conversation, he had the conversation. No way. (laughs) So he was probably in the same boat as you and he wanted to have the chat with you. He felt like he was in the same place. Yeah. So how it kind of came about was he listened to our first episode of Where's Your Head Up, <laughs> where we talk about situationships. And he basically said to me, I kind of asked him about the podcast and I was like, is there anything that you weren't okay with or things that you were worried about that I said during our podcast? Because um, obviously we're being very open and honest and raw. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, like the podcast was great, being supportive. <laughs> Gotta love that. Tick. Uh, tick, yeah, double tick. He basically said to me, I just want to make sure that you would have that chat with me if you wanted to progress things or move things further because I basically said in our episode that I would be too scared to have that chat. So, was that him initiating it then? Yeah. (laughs) Smooth. Yeah. And then I was kind of like, well, I don't think I would initiate that chat with you. And then he was like, well, do you want to be exclusive with me? (laughs) Oh, this is all exciting. Um. And then I was like, yeah, like I would I would love to be exclusive with you. And then we both got a little bit awkward. <laughs> so where set the scene. Where are you? So we were basically going on a date, a dinner date, and he came to mine first to have a wine. So you're exclusive with your man. <laughs> it's so funny how you call him my man. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> but yes, continue. The big question here is, have you deleted your dating apps? Yeah, yeah. So, it's going to the next stages now. I mean, yeah, I think so. It's moving in the right direction. I'm really happy. Congratulations. I'm happy for you. It's good to see you all loved up and smiling. (laughs) Love is a strong word, but yeah, I'm really happy. Yes. Okay, enough about me. 
because I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable <laughs> and stressed. <laughs> um, tell me about your love life because the little birdie told me that you went on an extra special first date recently. Well, yeah. How um, topical is that? That I went on a first date on the weekend. <laughs> Let's put it this way: as far as first dates go, it was it was amazing. So we went and got a cocktail, and we went for a walk around the town. There's a big thing I look for, and it's energy in a yeah. partner. Now I've been in relationships where the energy did not make me feel comfortable. I, the whole time I was on edge okay. with her. I just like I just felt so comfortable. Nothing. Nothing. I didn't feel stressed. My like it was just it was magical. It was good. It was magical. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so you just felt really comfortable in her presence, I and did. you guys just clicked. We just clicked so much to the point that that was Saturday at two o'clock, yes. and I didn't leave with her till like Monday. <laughs> so how long, so how many days does that make it that it you was were with just her? Just over forty eight hours. So, so since the first date, you didn't leave her side for 48 hours. Did she feel the same way or was she like, can this guy leave already? Because I don't want to be rude, but nuts enough. There was a couple of times where I was like, like, should we leave? And she's like, no, just keep hanging out. We just kept hanging out. And then Tuesday I saw her again. And <laughs> This is really cute, Matt. I can tell that you're really happy. And I said it to you earlier and I'm going to say it again. I feel like your energy is so positive. You're so happy. You're seeing the world through a new lens. I am. I honestly am. I've seen everything completely different. She's she's really cool. Like we just get along. I, I'm actually, yeah, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know how to put it into words. <laughs> I'm getting speechless for the first time. Question, when did you guys actually start talking before you went on the first date? So this is a real interesting one actually. She, I don't remember exactly, but I messaged her six years ago, 2015. What? So this is a slow burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I messaged her in 2015. I'm not sure if I met her through Instagram or through a dating app, but our messages on Instagram go back to 2015. Wow. Yeah, and then she got into a long-term relationship and I just sling a reaction here and there. I'd see her post with her boyfriend. So I was like, oh, you know, I'll. I won't, you know. Be respectful. Be respectful. I won't pursue anything. And then obviously naturally you start seeing stories. And if someone breaks up with someone, their stories and their Instagram feed changes. It does. There's there's a shift. There's a shift. (laughs) And everyone can pick up when that happens. And I just shot shot her a message and I said, hey, are you single? And she said, yeah, I am. We're in – we're in the uh, awkward stages of like when you first break up with a long term. Yeah. And I said, Hey, I said, look, well, that happens. I know firsthand. I was like, that happens to a lot of us. I said, shoot me a message when you're ready to get a drink. And then (laughs) I'll be waiting with bells on. (laughs) And then she shot me a message. She's like, I'm ready to get that drink now. And then you guys went on the best first date you've ever been on. Yes, definitely the best. Do you think, and this is probably way too premature, but do you think she's the one? <laughs> because I've never seen you like this before, Matt, like ever. Um, look, it's a massive call. Is she the one? I want to be as <laughs> honest as possible on this podcast, but I need to play it cool at the same time. She's, <laughs> he doesn't want to dig his own grave. Yeah, I, I 100% reckon she's going to listen to this, and if she hears me going, she's the one. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> so, so we're just going to pause that yeah. question and we'll come back to you guys in a few episodes with the answer. Yeah, I don't want to scare her away. Like, imagine me if I scare her away on the next episode. 
Yeah, well. There'll be tears. <laughs> there'll be, yeah, Matt, Matt will be inconsolable if this doesn't work out. So let's all say a small prayer tonight at bed for Matt and the future of his mental health in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> this works out. Okay, so dating is stressful and challenging at the best of times and it's a bit of a minefield out there. So we're giving you our do's and don'ts to make sure you nail your first date. All right, so I've got a list of the don'ts. I'm excited. Um, I've started off with one that I think is very big and very important is, mm-hmm. and I know I'm guilty of it. I, <laughs> I know a lot of people are that I've been on dates with is don't talk about your ex. Do not talk about your ex. Ex- That's a that's a no-no and that you're already giving yourself a red flag. Exactly. <laughs> Another one is don't let them know that you've stalked them on social media. So, don't sit there and be like, oh, yeah, was that from your trip in Italy? Like <laughs> in 2007? Four- <laughs> yeah. And they'll be like, wait, how do you know that? So, just don't let them know. Obviously, we all do it. It's- yeah. It's what we do these days, but just don't let them know because that can come across a bit intimidating. Play it a bit cool. Don't be too intense. <laughs> Ask them. Like, if you know that they've been to Italy, then say, have you been to Europe? And then you can be, you know, that's a leading question and hopefully they'll tell you about that and then in future that you can talk about their 2007 Italy trip. <laughs> hopefully they mention it so you know everything they did. Uh, don't check your phone. So Big one. I um. I think that you should sit your phone on Do Not Disturb upright because I think a red flag early is if someone sits their phone over the other way, it means they've got something to hide. So, what I like to do is I like to put my phone face up, sit on the table, but have it on Do Not Disturb so none of the nothing comes up. None of, none of the notifications are popping yeah, up. Yeah, and I'm not tempted to have a look. I mean, I just think put your phone away. I, I just think don't even have it on the table. Yeah, Everyone's different, but it's just a distraction and I think it's important on a first date to show that person that you're giving them your full attention. Your undivided attention. Yeah, like I'm here, we have the, we're on a date, it's going for an hour and- here I am. Let's see how we go. All right. And this one, this one can give you the ick real quick. Like if I see this, I'm off him straight away. <laughs> I can't run quick enough. It's don't be rude to the staff. Deal breaker. <sighs> like, yeah, I've seen some people be rude to the staff and I'm just straight off them. Straight it cringes away. me out to my call. <laughs> it's just if you like – Treat people the way you want to be treated. Yeah, there's no need to show off and be rude to them. And, like, it's not going to get you anywhere. And it's, like, it's going to turn the other person off. It's ugly and it's unattractive. You mentioned it before, don't come on too strong. (laughs) Yeah. So, that means don't tell them you love them. Don't tell them, like, (laughs) I'm going to put a ring on you. (laughs) Put a ring on you? (laughs) On your finger? Yeah, don't tell them. Don't do a a mat. (laughs) Matt's... Matt's renowned for coming on way too strong. Uh, zero to 100, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. And go to somewhere where you're not going to bump into people that you know as well. And somewhere that you feel comfortable. Totally. So don't go somewhere that's out of your price range or don't go somewhere where, like, say it's just not who you are. Like, go somewhere that, that you feel comfortable in and that you're going to make them feel good. Yeah. Uh, don't swear. That's, I think that's a big one. It's nothing more than a turn off than when someone's just swearing heaps. Oh, God. Sometimes I do that. <laughs> not, not like badly so, but I might like oh, drop an F bomb or something. I'm going to finish on this one. I think it's very important. Don't worry if they like you. Worry if you like them. Amen. 
That is a huge one. We go on first dates and I think we're so concerned about them liking us and we don't even know if we even like them. Like who cares if they like us if we aren't even sure about them? Yeah. Now, if the date is going really well, would you sleep with someone after a first date? Oh, this is a genuine question. (laughs) (laughs) More like when do I not sleep with them after a first date? No, I would. And I would sleep with them after a first date, yes, but- I have, I have in the past had a little like thought, like I don't want them to think that I'm just sleeping with them for like a one night stand if yeah. that has gone really well. Okay. So there's that thought does cross my mind, but if they just want it to be a one night stand, they just want it to be a one night stand. I mean, I can't argue with that. I can try my hardest the next next time to win them back for something more, but yeah, I would sleep with them after a first date. First date, yeah. I know that you've got you've got a uh, five date rule or something. I do. Can you please enlighten us about that? Yeah. I mean, look, I obviously don't want to sleep with everyone who I go on a first date with to start with. I don't really have one night stands. Uh, So, yeah, I guess I just developed my little five date rule policy and I think it's, it's not for them. It's more for myself. Like I- Five dates is a lot. Five dates is a lot, but I think- for me, I put a lot of emphasis on having sex with someone. Like I wouldn't really have sex with someone unless I really like them. So during those five dates, like that's at least a minimum of five hours that I've spent with that person at a minimum. It's majority of the time, a lot more time that I've spent with them. But yeah, I think during that time frame, I get comfortable with them. I feel more respected. Sometimes after that five dates or before it, I get to three dates and I'm like, actually, I don't even want to sleep with you. And then I move on. Mm. So I think for me, it's always worked out really well. And yeah, it's just something that I enjoy doing. And honestly, I think the more time I've spent with someone and gotten to know them really well, the better the sex ends up being. It is common to do that. I know like I've met a lot of girls that do the three-date rule. How would you cope with with going through the five-date rule date <laughs> process? <one>. Date, <laughs> that'd be quick dates. What do you mean? <laughs> like each one would be a... Each run would be something quick. No, no, look. If- that, would, that would be like, okay, so we've just gone to dinner. I'm actually going to pick you up in the morning for breakfast. We have a lunch date booked in at midday. And I've actually booked a movie date for 7 p.m., so is that, be ready. That's five, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, look, if the girl, like, if I was vibing her a lot and she was seeing, I would happily do five dates. That's that's what she wants to do. I'm, I'm more than happy to. Something that definitely crosses my mind as a woman going on like dates with guys and I feel like a lot of guys I've dated are a bit fuckboy vibes mm-hmm. <laughs> is that men kind of place women they go on dates with into two categories. So there's the fun category and then there's the wifey category. Would you agree with that? Uh, I think that in this day and age uh, we're all guilty of doing this. Yeah. I think men, women, and I think you know pretty early into a date what category you're going to put them in. But I believe there's a third category as well. Okay. So it can either be like fun yep. or wifey relationship yeah, or you're just not interested in friend zone. Friend zone, yeah. Yeah. So, and I think really early on you would know what they're going to be in. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with getting that feeling and following that intuition that you feel and going with it. But, yeah, I think- And people leave each category, do you think? You've miscategorized them. Yeah, so you've miscategorized them. So you said, oh, I want this one for fun. And then you're like, hang on, 
This could be my future wife. (laughs) My future husband. Yes. I mean, I don't think I've ever miscategorized someone. Have you? My ex. I slept with her for four years. And then, so I had her in that category. And then I realized, hang on, like, she's fucking cool. Like, I like this girl. Wow. So you were friends with benefits with your ex for four years. And then you decided that you had made a mistake. Yeah. Well, I just saw her from a different, like, with fresh eyes. And I was like, hang on, like, you're obsessed with you. You're cool. You're giving me what I want. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, you're ticking a lot of boxes. And then you made it official after that long. Yeah. After four years. Yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, it was a it was a decent amount of time. So from eighteen to twenty two. Is that like a one off? Because I haven't really heard many stories like that. Like I haven't heard that it. long. Yeah, I've never heard it either. Yeah. Wow. So forty one percent of people say that they take two to three minutes to decide if they want a second date. Wow, that's really quick. That's quick, isn't it? How long do you think it takes you? If I'm being really honest with myself, I think I know quite quickly. So I would tend to agree with that stat. Yeah, in that two to three minutes? I mean, maybe a little bit longer. I definitely would give people the benefit of the doubt and I think people definitely can surprise you. But for me, I think on a first date, I'm picking up on someone's energy. um, If I'm attracted to them, if I can feel their energy back and I can feel that they're attracted to me. Very important. How I'm feeling, like how they're making me feel. I guess sometimes it doesn't matter how good looking someone is or how smart someone is or how rich they are. If those key elements aren't there, there's like there's nothing that you can really do about that. And I think it's important to remember that on a first date. You can be the best version of yourself. Your chat can be on point. But sometimes it's Nothing that you've done wrong. It's just not there. It's just, not there. Yeah. Sometimes that spark and energy just isn't there and there's nothing you can do about it. How long would you say? I'd give it the whole time and when I leave and how they make me feel afterwards. Okay. So you wait for for the duration of the date to make a decision. Yeah. And then more how I feel after them, like when I leave and I'm like, well, how was that? And I reflect back on it. Okay. Yeah. Because I think it's way too early to decide in that, like when you're there with them and there's like stuff going on, you're talking about stuff, you're like- there's yeah. like, like say if it's at a restaurant, there's people like talking around you. There's like waiters and all that. I think it's way too early. But look, I you know, I know early on if I'm attracted to him. Yeah. Very early on. But to give him for a second day, I would see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, look, it's definitely, you have to keep an open mind throughout the whole day. So yeah. I totally agree with that. I think yeah. you can't just write someone off too soon, but I think there's a gut feeling where you deep down probably know if you really are intuitive and are listening to that. Look, there's a lot of terrible first date stories out there. I think we've both got a couple. So, (laughs) what is your most horrific one? Okay, look, I'm not going to say it's my most horrific first date, but it's definitely the strangest first date I've ever been on. Let's start there. (laughs) Um, So, basically... I was probably 18, fresh 18. I was at a club. I met this guy. He was normal. He was my type, had long hair. He was a bit of a vibe. We made out on the dance floor. And then I didn't see him for like six or seven years. He just kind of disappeared off the face of the planet. 
Anyway, <laughs> what? <laughs> he just disappeared. I didn't know where he went. Yeah, it was fine because who cares? Like I was, you know what I mean. Doing your just stuff. doing my thing. Yeah. He was obviously doing his thing, and whatever. But he did have Instagram, and we did follow each other. Um, and then one day he just started posting photos of himself in the middle of Bali, in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And he kind of had become this real hippie-looking guy. Like his shoulder-length long hair was down to his, you know, nipples. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he had long hair. Oh, yeah. He had a beard. Like he had gone full hippie vibes. Did you? Were you into that? I mean, he was a good-looking guy, but was I into it? Like maybe not. But you know, he was still cool. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. And then he, yeah, he started posting photos in this village that he had then all of a sudden created or it was a little commune with five other people there. All of them were women. There was a child there. Wait, what? <laughs> are you following the story? Yeah, or I am. Okay, wait, but- wait for it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I get a random Instagram message from this guy seven years later and he's like, hey, we should catch up. And I was like recently broken up from my ex-boyfriend of six and a half years. It was yeah. quite soon after. And I was like, I haven't been on a date in a long time. I'm just going to go. Is this your first date then out of a- Out of my long-term relationship. Oh, no. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. <Yeah. laughs> it's about to get wild. Yeah. Anyway, so he was like, let's, you know, do a beach walk. And I was like, sure, sounds great. I get there and he's just totally different. And he starts telling me about this life he's built in Bali. And the more he's telling me, the more I'm thinking this is sounding a bit like a cult. So I flat out asked him. I was like, what? (laughs) So I flat out asked him. I was like, wait, is this a cult? And then he basically said to me, you know, The rest of the Western civilised world would see it as a cult, but I personally do not see it as a cult. I just live in freedom and harmony with the people who have a like-minded ability to see the world through the eyes of, I don't even know what, but whatever bullshit, (laughs) because I think that's what it was, he gave me. And I was, you know, I was open. I am an open person. I'm going to listen to what you have to say and I'm going to take it on board and then I'm going to make my own decision anyway he's a really sweet guy so we started our beach walk and even before we had started walking he basically said to me hey do you mind if I constantly am shoulder to shoulder with you or touch you when I was growing up my mother didn't nurture me so now as an adult I need constant nurturing and what everyone in my community community cult (laughs) does so they're just constantly touching and like you would probably love it to be honest constant affection so where is this guy right now what's his what's his instagram handle i'll sign you up (laughs) anyway then he was like um we kind of like walked the beach shoulder to shoulder he was like let's do some breathing exercises together and like breathe in each other's energy i was like sure like that's fun like you know i like to meditate so i was like you know, I'm open to this, whatever. Then he asked me after the beach walk if I'd like to come back to his house and we could maybe watch a movie. What was the movie? It was like David Attenborough. <laughs> like, it wasn't some brainwashing one to try and get you to. <laughs> Trying to get me in. But no, so I was like, yeah, sure. Like we can go back um, to yours. Um, David Attenborough is good. 
I mean, look, David Attenborough's good, but it's not what you think when you're going to go watch a movie with someone. So when we first arrive at his house, he asked me if I want a glass of water. And I was like, yeah, sure. So he basically has a box of spring water. He pours it into the glass and then he gets a secondary glass and starts. How do I describe this? He's basically putting the glass of full water up in the sky, tipping it down into the the empty glass and repeating that motion so he's creating the <laughs> he's creating the effect of a waterfall because oh what the fuck and when i asked him i was like so what are you doing with my water i just wanted a glass of water nothing nothing too exciting and he basically explained to me that he only drinks water from the fountain in his community where he lives in rural bali Anna. <laughs> and so, therefore, he wanted to make sure that the water that he was giving me was the water in motion. And, look, that was kind of the first red flag where I was thinking. That was the first red flag? <laughs> Maybe I was a bit blinded. What? <laughs> by his beautiful long hair and tanned skin from being in the Bali jungle. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean... <laughs> And, I mean, look, the date did get strange. Some of the things that he was saying were just very strange, very intense. He was asking me to move to Bali to this cult-like community with him. But then the weirdest thing was is that at the end of the date when I was about to leave, he wanted to kiss me. He asked me, hey, can I kiss you? And I was just like, "Mm, might as well. Like, I'm probably never going to see this guy again, but sure, why not? Anyway... The kissing style that he did <laughs> was so wild. Like, I like to kiss people who are good kissers. We've had this conversation. Like, the first, when I go on a date with someone, the first thing I'll say to Matt is, I'm like, he's a good kisser, or mm, he's not so good, or whatever. Yeah, that's this, important. It's important. This guy was like. <laughs> I don't even know what he was doing. He was like much poking his tongue in and out like rapid fire, but not like in a smooth, circular, relaxing motion. It was very aggressive. And then I asked him, which is maybe rude, but I was like, what type of kissing style is this? And he was like, oh, this is what everyone in the community does. This is the type of kissing that we all do. Anyway, it was very strange. Get it was, used to it. it was, get used to it, babe, when you move, move into the jungle. And the guy basically was trying to recruit me into his cult, long story short, and look, it was the strangest date that I've ever been on. I know that's a lot to take in. It was, it, it's a lot for me to relive and process and tell again. But- I have so many questions. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I would never have gone back to the house. <laughs> I was just interested. Like, okay, curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, I guess curiosity definitely killed the cat. <laughs> like, even on the beach walk, some of the things that he was saying were very wild. He was clearly the leader of the cult. So, I mean, I was just interested to see. And you know what? I wasn't disappointed. It was it was a crazy, crazy hour of my life. <laughs> Matt speechless. I don't know. Did you ever consider going to Bali? I actually was in Bali like a year later and I thought about potentially going there for like a night or two just to see what it was like because I'm all about having new and fun experiences. But then a part of me was just like, no, Anna, <laughs> just no. <laughs> Tell me about your strangest date though. 
or strangest or more, most horrific? What do you want to What do you want to share? Um, I mean, I've had a lot of like <laughs> horrific dates where you where you meet up with someone and like they just can't hold a conversation and it's just oh no boring. Like you're talking to them. I I remember one. I got, we organized a movie after dinner. Yeah. And I really wanted to watch that movie and I'd bought the tickets beforehand and I knew well into like well into dinner, I was like, I can't do this much longer. Oh no. We left the restaurant and went to the uh went to the cinema and we were sitting in the waiting room for half an hour just not talking because it was just I just couldn't talk to her. But you can talk to a brick wall. Oh, so I could how? I don't know. <laughs> she was just so bland and boring. I just I just was just like, oh my God. Wow. The movie was great, Alien. But <laughs> Ellen, if you're yeah, yeah, it's a great movie, one of the new ones. But as, as another st- a strange date that I took a girl on, she probably tells a story. It was a strange. I um I said, all right, I'll pick you up, and I I borrowed one of my dad's company's work utes, and I had to do a little bit of running around before the date with her. <laughs> yeah, just no, kill, you did it. Kill two birds with one stone before dinner. So I had a bit of furniture I needed to pick up. So. <laughs> Nah, she's telling her friends about her worst date ever and it's that date right there. I went on a first date and this guy took me to do some errands. So we went <laughs> We went and picked up and this is hilarious. So we went and picked up like I've got this like wardrobe off gum tree and they left it out the front of their house. And so we pull up in the ute oh and she's gosh. helping me lift it onto the back of the ute. And then we and then we went and picked up a wine rack and then we oh, went to dinner. Oh, God. What did she say? Was she, like, cool about it? Yeah, she was just like, yeah, cool. I'd probably act cool about it too. It's not like she's going to be like, no, we're not doing this. But she was probably in her head like, oh, my God. I dated her for a couple of months afterwards. So, oh, so you didn't do too bad. Yeah, I didn't do too bad. <laughs> so we've come up with a list to make first dates less awkward and way more chill. Okay, so the first one is just start the date with a smile and a hug. That's very important. So if you're meeting someone and you're walking up to them, there's nothing less intimidating than someone that's smiling. And like we said earlier, that touch, establish that touch earlier. So that hug has established that touch and it will make things less awkward down the track. Breaking the barrier, Mm -hmm. you're making things comfortable. It's a win-win. Yep. Okay, the next one is prepare at least one story. So if worse comes to worse and you literally are looking at that person like you were looking, went like you were sitting outside of the movies for 30 minutes and had nothing to say, you pull out your best pre-prepared story and give it to them straight. Do you have one? Tell us what yours is. I mean, I think travel's a go-to one of mine. I would just... Yeah, I'd talk about where the next place I want to visit is. So I do travel as well. So then I can somehow work into it that I was an international model oh <laughs> who travelled and God. worked around the world. Now you're going to slip that in. Of course you do. <laughs> How am I not surprised by that? <laughs> okay, and the next one is talk about surroundings with them. So if you've got nothing to talk about, talk about the waiter, talk about the weather, talk about the girl in the distance who just fell over. People watch, yeah. People, People watch. watch, yeah. We thought this one was a cute one. If you like them, give them a non-physical compliment closer to the end of the date, right? Yes, that's a big one because obviously everyone on a first date, they go off looks and that. So it'd be nice to give them one like, hey, I really like that story or hey, like you were really smart or something like that, you yeah. know, just something that makes them feel really warm and wholesome inside. Yeah, and I think nothing beats a non-physical compliment. So if someone said to me, 
oh my God, you're so smart. I'm so impressed. Or, mm-hmm. hey, Matt, you're really funny. Like, I can't believe how funny you are. I actually do get that a lot in the first place. <laughs> no, I'll tell you something. If you oh, my God. I'll tell Matt, you something. No. I, was saying, I wasn't telling you were funny. I was saying, hypothetically speaking, and you've somehow taken that compliment on board. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay. And then the last one we said is just laugh and enjoy the day. Like if you're going on a date with someone, you know that you're kind of giving up an hour of your time. If you get there and you're kind of like, "Mm, I'm not really into them, you know what? You can still have a drink with this person. You You make friends with them. You can still make friends with them. You can have a laugh with them. Just commit to the hour, have a good time and see what happens from there. It's better to sit there and actually have good chats, have a good conversation and have a nice time than to sit there and be looking at the time. Even use it as um, training for your next first date. Exactly right. Especially if you if you don't like them, then you can. You can use it as... <laughs> you can try some really left of field like... Jokes. Yeah, jokes. Like Matt like, does. Yeah, different, like, different <laughs> tactics on how to make a first date work. <laughs> All right, Anna, so the date's gone well. You've done all the do's and all the don'ts. You've left now. You've had a first kiss. How long till you text him? I mean, I don't know if this is a little bit toxic, but I wouldn't really message a guy after a first date. I always wait for them to text me. How Really? Play hard <laughs> to get then with them? I mean, I guess. I just kind of see it like... But can't you sit there waiting for him to text you and they're not... No, I go on the first date and then I just move on with life. I'm like, if they want to talk to me, I'm going to hear from them. And if not, then I won't. And I just sleep easy at night knowing that whatever is meant to be will be. Really? I I find it so attractive when a girl messages you first after a first date. Do you? Yeah. After my first date on the weekend. I got it wrong. (laughs) After my first date on the weekend, I don't know if you call it a first date, my my three-day affair, Yeah, uh, she messaged me like after half an hour after I left and I found that so attractive. Wow. Yeah. So you were like, yes, this is like a double tick. Yeah, it was another extra tick. But I take I, – I feel the girl and like it was a nice day, I'll message her the next day. Yeah. Even message her, I hope you got home safe, something like that. Just yeah. To, yeah. Like it's not usually a problem. I feel like I find it really attractive when a date finishes and a guy messages me and says, hey, I had a really good time. Like I'd love to see you again. And then from that moment on I'll either say, yeah, I would love to or just, it was great meeting you but I see you as just a friend. <laughs> all right, guys. So that's all we've got time for on this episode. Hopefully those do's and don'ts help you when you're on your next first date. Yeah, hopefully you smash those first dates. We want to hear all about them. So make sure you let us know how they go at Where's Your Head At Pod. Also, we would love it if you guys would give us a review. It really means a lot to us. We're a small podcast and those reviews go such a long way. They're very important to us. We like to hear what you guys like and what you don't like. So what's on our next episode, Matt? We are discussing toxic relationships. So we're getting to the bottom. (laughs) Are we the toxic one or are they? Yeah. And it's going to be interesting. So make sure you stay tuned. We're going to be asking you guys some very interesting questions on our Instagram page. So make sure you're following that and we will see you next time. Thank you. Bye.